Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. Well, hello there. This is the Motor Pop with Terry Walker, the show where I celebrate people that inspire me, that have helped me become the person that I am today as well, just by, you know, helping me grow, by showing me things that I didn't know about. And today is one of those days where I celebrate someone that's been, oh, he's been, he's been a supporter of not just me. <laughs> a supporter of not just me, but a supporter of so many people. Is that okay? <laughs> support of so many people, like, oh. Anyway, we're going to get into his story right now. I'm just going to introduce on the amazing... The formidable, the the Dungargan, the baddest, <laughs> Maurice Denimont. Is it Denimont? Denmore. Oh, De- oh, Denmore. Yeah. Okay, so where's that name from then? Mauritius. Oh, see, I don't know a lot of people probably don't know that about yeah, you, do they? Nah. So okay, so Maurice is also one half of well, one, 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 not one half. One third. One third of Rampage. Yeah. The amazing Rampage. You shut down Carl. You basically did just one thing. We basically. shut down everything. Oh, okay, 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 okay. The, the <laughs> humbleness is really not here today. I love, he's not usually like this, you know. He's not usually like this. I'm I am it. feeling boasty. I yeah, I know. Like, well, after yesterday, after, after City Splash. So, talk yeah. to us. How was City Splash yesterday? I mean, it was amazing. It looked amazing. It was amazing. Like, we had a crowd from about two o'clock. And, really? you know, they raved to everything. So, yeah, wicked vibes. Um, great people, great crowd, full of energy. Yep. And obviously, like, it was all my friends on the stage performing. All my friends. Yeah, this is what I'm saying about you, because this is what you do. One thing about you, though, it's not, just a, it's not even just about hits. It's just about, it's the vibes. If it doesn't feel right, it's, it's not really yeah. happening, right? So yeah. it doesn't matter if someone's got a hit or not, as long as they just, you know, you guys connect yeah, with yeah. it, right? Oh, my God. So what time does it finish? Um, I think we finished about 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock? Yeah. Oh, so it was okay. Because yeah. I thought we went on. It started at what, 12? It started at 12. Um, General Levy was the last act on our stage. General Levy, you know. Mashed up the place. Come on. And then normally, by the time the last act's on, everyone goes to the main stage. So yeah. I, we thought everyone was going to go to see Chronics. And the stage stayed. We played half an hour of Jungle, finished on Bob Marley. Are you serious? But Chronics did have his own, own audience. Though, oh, right? yeah, of course. Okay, because I love Chronics. Oh, wow, okay. Well, okay, anyway, so today it's about your your journey and your yep. experiences and how the, the reason why you are here here today and why yep. you do what you do. So I've told you to send me three songs that 
first spoke to you, then the first one, the first song that that you produced, and the rest of the songs are just part of your journey. So I mean, you gave me twelve choices, and sitting so, here now, I'm thinking I didn't put this in. I, I know there's going to be a part two. There's going to be many right. times because remember, this is this is this is. But I'm talking about the songs that literally the ones that you remembered is fine. Because yeah, exactly what I try to do is just that whatever songs popped into my head. Exactly. That's the ones I wrote. Down. But usually the first few songs you always remember because they're the first few songs that yeah, hit you yeah, in it. So yeah. the first one you sent me was Laddie Daddy. Yeah. By Dougie Fresh, and then Back to Life, a song. Yeah. The first two that you sent me. So talk to me about. Where you were, how you felt when you first heard those records, how old were you? Well, Ladi Dadi, I must have been five years old. I remember being in primary school and um, I didn't really know what it was. I just knew all my friends were talking about the record. Yeah. Um, so it was probably a bunch of records. It was that, it was the Beastie Boys. Um, there was actually like a Beastie Boys parody record that I really liked as well, but I, I think they were called Morris and the Miners. And I can't <laughs> oh, so remember what their tune was. <laughs> they were like a joke version of it. Okay. And obviously when you're five, you just like all of it yeah. and think it's all cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so I just remember me and my friends talking about this song, Lardy Dardy, that we'd seen on Top of the Pops. Was it on Top of the Pops? I think so, yeah. Well, even with the swearing and everything? Because no, 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 you no, weren't no, like no. swearing. No. Okay, so and you just knew that that was something that you was into yeah. from that day on? Yeah. You was like a hip-hop fan? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, then Soul to Soul? Um, I mean, I remember that record. Yeah, I mean, I think I was probably about 10 years old when Soul to Soul came out. And it was, how do you put it? It was just everywhere. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I remember being in a petrol station. We must have been as a family driving somewhere and seeing the CD. Yeah. And seeing Jazzy on the front and just thinking, wow, this guy is super cool. And then obviously hearing the record and kind of... I don't know how I knew about it because there weren't the internet then. But yeah, I knew yeah. that it was a movement and I knew that these guys were doing something. Yeah. And it's true because I think it's, even if you just saw it on TV, but it said every house party you probably went to. Yeah. And any every radio station, yeah, yeah. you just always heard it, didn't yeah. you? And I remember even hearing Back to Life and just even just the lyrics. Without even understanding what it meant, I just kind of just knew it was something positive and that I'm supposed to follow. Yeah. And it's mad like when now, obviously, I know Jazzy. Yeah. <laughs> And um, <laughs> oh, then once again, he's to drop her name again. Yeah, <laughs> it's my heroes, isn't it? I love it. No, that but you, that's what you, I'm told. That's what from I love. your passion, you I get to it. meet your heroes. Yeah. And, um, you know, hearing him talk about the fact that he was having hip hop beats with the strings from Philadelphia Soul Records with a reggae bass line. Wow. It makes sense. What I like, what I like. Why you like and he like? put it all in one record. So no wonder he's one of your because I've noticed you mentioned him a lot throughout our, throughout our conversations yeah, yeah, yeah. journey. Okay, so those are the first two songs. Yep. I have two big records to choose from. The next one was Get On The Dance Floor by Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. Yeah. I don't know if I want to say that this was a super main influence, but it was the first record I ever bought. Ah, and how I bought, old uh, Probably six or seven. Um, my mum used to take us to Woolworths and we used to be able to pick a seven-inch record and that's what I picked. Yeah. And even that, when I listen to it now, it's hip hop, but it's got like some kind of dance influences as well. Mm, like mm, it's mm. got like these techno um, kind of strings and stuff, and or like organ stabs. And I don't know, I was just drawn to it. You're just drawn yeah. To it. Oh, this is so weird. Me interviewing him, so being on the other <laughs> end, and he's actually asking him questions. It's like, okay, wow. Okay, so we're going to play this one, and then we're going to go into the other record. So this one, introduce it on for me, please. This is uh, Rob Bass and Easy. Easy rock. Easy rock. <laughs> you should know this. Get Hello. on the dance floor. Come on, get on the dance floor. Right here, Soho Radio. Hey, this, this is my this is my show. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs>
Record is serious. Well, who's on that? Who's on that record then? It's a lady called Miss Terry Walker. Oh, and uh, <laughs> Melonix from Melonics. Nottingham. Come on, so talk to me about the record. How did that one come about? Well, we were doing a project last year where we were trying to put together our legends and yeah. brand new artists. Yeah. So obviously, I called you up. I said, Miss Terry, you're a legend. Thank I remember you. seeing you at the Jazz Cafe. You had on a red dress when the Untitled album came out. I've oh, told you this you before. Do you know what? And I had a, had a weave in it. I had a weave that time, innit? Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember that because I think there's a picture of me in New Nation with that dress on. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I bought tickets. I went with my girl at the time. We stood right at the front and I uh, vibed out to drawing board. I've told you this before. So no, don't you, haven't look to- you haven't told me I this have story. Told Not you this, this story because I don't remember you telling me nothing about no red dress. All right, maybe I left the red dress out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lady in red. So okay, so so go on to talk so, to me. Um, so yeah. obviously we've known each other for a little while. I know. Um, before yeah. I knew you, I was a fan, and that's mad to me. Then so yeah, we put the record together. So me and Zed Bias produced that. Yeah. Um, how me and Big Zed, up Zed Bias. Yeah. Big up Zed every time. Money in the, in the house. Um, how we work together is. Normally, I'll send him some reference records and be like, I like trying to make something like this. Yeah. And like, he's just an absolute genius. He'll oh. be like, what? All right. So that's a Fender Rose. That's this. That's that. He puts it together. He's like, do you like that bit? Yeah, I like that bit. Then we move on to the next bit. He's like, do you like that bass line? Yeah, I like that. And uh, that tune was actually based off of a Roy Ayers record. No way. Yeah. The intro oh, is yeah, based off a Roy Ayers record. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, I can hear that. And then we just thought, let's switch it up. Smashed it. Make a little jungle Smashed roller. Smashed it. Smashed it. Because the rest of the record as well, because who else have you got on that record? Um, we've got Big Zeeks, we've got India Moy, Omar, yep. Young Sabre. Maxwell D. Maxwell D. Yeah. I, I love the one of Young Sabre as well. That one, that, that, that tune. I love there. all of them. Yeah, they're all of them. I'm really kids. proud of it. You should be proud of it. Because even Carnival, I remember when we, when we performed it, it went off. Yeah, yeah. And people didn't even know the song. So, yeah. And it just shows you that the quality of the music. Is yeah. It? That's what I say to people. If the music doesn't matter, there's all the, all the fanfare and all the, all the distractions doesn't mean anything. If the, if the song's not hitting, it doesn't matter what you do. Do you know what I mean? So, this is true. And this is, you, you know this because of what you do, isn't it, for so long? So, mm-hmm. oh, wow. Okay, so that was called Sugar Cane and Lime by. Um, Rampage and Zed Bias um, featuring me and the amazing Melonics. And then the one we had before that was Get On The Dance Floor by Rob Bass and DJ EZ Rock. Easy Rock. Easy, easy Rock. Oh, we yeah. spoke about that before, yeah, exactly. So see how much I, I was enjoying the song. So now next we will, oh, we're getting hardcore now. You, your playlist actually, look what it is. It's really diverse, I must yeah. say. I like, I like it. This, this is the point of the Mountain Pot, though. It's the whole point of us showing and telling people, you know, our influences. So Champion. By Bulger Banton. Yeah. Where were you when you first heard this? Because I know you must have been like, what the hell is this when you heard it? Because it's a tune. I mean, do you know what? It's funny because dancehall was the thing that I found the hardest to get into. Really? In terms of like, um, the record shop that you used to go and buy it from was Dub Vendor in Clapham Junction. Ah. And I grew up in Battersea. So it was 10 minutes from my house. Nikki's cousin, yeah, yeah. But when you go in there, you know, there's a bag of man standing there and they're playing <laughs> tunes and what you have to do is put your hand up and then they put the record in front of you and then you get a stack and then you pay for your stack at the end. So no more talk, no talking, just put your hand up? Yeah, I mean, you can talk, uh, but if you're the 15-year-old <laughs> little white guy at the back, you don't want to talk, you just want to get your records. Uh-huh. And so um, I used to go in there, but uh, obviously, like, a lot of these tunes had rhythms, so yeah. there was more than one record on each uh, rhythm. Ah, it's like a... Th- okay. And, 
what you want to do is get the big tunes on the rhythm. You don't want to be the guy that they're like, yeah, we're going to sell you all the other ones that we can't get rid of. So you have to go knowing these are the records that I want. I don't want nothing else because that's what record shops used to do. They put a big smile, they turn it up loud and you're in the shop thinking, this tune's amazing. This is the one, yeah. And then you get home and you're like, yeah, this is why I did wanted. I buy this? And I've got literally stacks and stacks of records that I bought in the shop in the moment thinking, yeah, I love it, I love it, I love it. Yeah. And then um, I've never played them since. But I picked this record. Um, I don't really know why, you know. It's just my one of my favourite tunes. Like, obviously, Budgie's got the sickest voice. Mm. And the beginning bit where it just goes, yeah, what, like a champion. And when you see the crowd reaction to it, it's just like flipping it. I know. Come on, it's a classic. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Okay, let's play Budgie Band and Champion. Let's go. Don't jump up to this. Non-stop turn and twist. Out of his mercy, what's the done of a grand? Here, but you want to know. Me all a walk like a champion, talk like a champion. What a piece of money, girl, tell me where you get it from. Knock on your entrance, ram, pa, pa, pam, pam. Can't let me in, me have the thing where you are waiting. Walk like a champion, talk like a champion. What a piece of money, girl, how will you get it from? Knock on your entrance, ram, pa, pa, pam, pam. Can't let me Oh my goodness gracious me, Jesus Christ, oh my God. If you ever knew about her, you will want to be about her. She's a naughty, naughty girl. You don't even need a in your world. She will throw everything you want to find her. in a way there <laughs> so it happens with your friends so after that we have so before that we played champion which we spoke about then after that we went into devil in the blue dress hey girl by ear this and then check the wine by a trial called quest yeah. i want to hear i want to hear all the stories where you were because all them records there every single one of them big records big um all right so i'm going to start with devil in the blue dress yep, yes so uh, that is actually how i met Deneo. Wow. I, I contacted him on my... No, we'd booked him before. I'd booked him for a club PA. Yeah. But I didn't talk to him. He just came, did the show, and he left. This was when I used to do Bar Rumba on Friday nights. Bar Rumba? Yeah. I was like, you used to do Bar Rumba on Friday? Yeah, for about five years. What years? About hmm. 2000 to 2005-ish. So is that like when there was Gas Club and all them kind of places? Was, yeah, yeah. Was yeah, yeah. I think I must probably would have been there. Probably. Oh. It was a very good night. Yeah, very good night. Award-winning. Okay, well, right, here if we I go. Carry so on. Oh, for fuck's sake. Anyway, <laughs> carry on. <laughs> so I contact... I love Devil in a Blue Jess. It was, it was at the time when, like, Pioneer, Super D, people like that were all on Pirate Radio 
and they were playing tunes and that was a tune I kept hearing yeah and I found out it was Deneo and I contacted him on MySpace and said I love this record I want to do the promo for it and so he gave me his number we spoke on the phone and he you know he was like well how much do you want for it and I was like I'm just gonna do it for free and he was like what do you mean and I was like (laughs) you know I'm just gonna do it for you and um, so obviously I'm out of the tune now and I guess at the time it was hard to find those kind of records. Mm. And this was when it was still like Choice FM. Yeah. And I remember sending it to Jigs and Jenny Francis and they were like, oh my God, we wanted this record, but we didn't know what it was called. And so... Wow. Not that I blew up the tune. The tune was already blowing up. Yeah, but, but you I helped added it along. a little bit of something to it. Yeah. And then obviously, Danelle is one of my best friends now. Yep, family. Um, he was on the stage with us yesterday at City Splash. <sighs> Fucked it up. Come on! Different. I nearly cried, to be honest. Did you? Because I was like... So look how far we've now. come. I'm like, look how that's far my come. friend. Look how, I'm on this to be look how far we've come in it. Look how yeah. far we've come. And funnily enough, obviously like Super D, Pioneer and Cold Steps were on the stage as well, yeah. who I first heard playing that record. Yeah. And I used to be on a station called Deja Vu. Oh, this was a with Pioneer names of, and Cold... No, it was Pioneer names the station. Deja Vu, Super, station. Super D was on After Me on Deja Vu. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I've known Super for a long time as well. So you guys have come, all of you have come so far to yeah, do that yeah. crowd together. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, Deneo, you know. <laughs> anyway, okay, so next on it was um, Air This by... Yeah. Um... Same thing again. I bought the record. I heard Super and Pioneer and them lot playing it. Yeah. I went and bought it. I emailed the email address on the record and I said, I want to do the promo for this song. Is that how easy it is? You just email the email address on the record and then they just... Because yeah. a lot of people thought that must hit them that's just randomly to say. Because when you, when you hit Deneo, did he know who you were? No. Okay. No. And you just trusted? Okay. We met up. We talked. Yeah. But it wasn't just like quick call and that. But yeah, he didn't know who but I was. But were you nervous though when you, when you did say that you were going to take on that, that challenge and if you didn't deliver, would you, did you feel like, oh my God, he might think I'm an idiot? Mm, I wasn't even thinking about that. that. I was just excited because I loved the tune and this I wanted everyone else to love it. Knows what he's doing. Go, no, but the thing is, that's what I'm saying. some people are. Oh my god, I, I don't want to let them down. But like, you knew that you was, that you was going to mm. deliver because that's what you do. Oh. And then yeah, with it this same thing. I messaged them. They messaged me back. Them? I thought it was just one guy. It's two. It's uh, Spoonface, oh. who's the vocalist, and then the oh. producer is called Roxy. Roxy Harris. I didn't know that. Yeah, Remy Harris is his sister, and okay. Hamish Harris is his cousin. Hamish is he? Isn't he a manager? Yeah. And his dad, Keith Harris, is... Yeah, he manages Stevie Wonder. This is... I didn't know that. So, at the time, obviously, I didn't know any of them. No, I knew Remy. I knew Remy already. But I don't think I know Remy. Who's Remy? Remy is Roxy. So, the guy from Edis. Remy is his sister. Okay. She used to run the Independent uh, Music Association, AIM. And she's just, like, sick at what she does. Yeah. She really, like, supports independent artists and she does a lot of like funding applications and stuff like that for people okay she's kind of moved on from that to like um at the moment she's like mentoring like ceos of companies on diversity and stuff like that like she's That's proper so dope. okay have i met her do you think yeah you would have met her sometime. I see her face because yeah. right now there's some people that I've met okay sounds... but i know i've met hamish Mitch yeah and his dad his yeah that's amazing so yeah this is what happened <laughs> talk to me i met them yeah. I said, I want to do a record. I could tell they didn't have no money. I said, don't worry, I'm going to do it for you. Such a cheese. So I did the record. It blew up. It got signed to a label. And they said, oh, my cousin's going to manage me. His name's Hamish. Cool. So I met Hamish, who's now one of my best friends. And then um, 
at the launch party for their record, yeah. Remy introduced me to my missus. What? Yep. Oh, wow. Are you getting emotional? Are you getting emotional? I, really? I am. I know. I, I can hear it in your <laughs> voice. Like, are you, oh, but does, does it make you feel like to see how far you come with all these people? Uh, kind of. I guess it's also like, oh, bless you, you get your blessings soul. from other things, innit? You Not just from soul. money. But you've done the same thing for me, though, Maurice. It's like, even the, sometimes I don't even hit you. You'd be like, yo, do you need some help? And I'm like, I wouldn't even ask something. Everyone's like, thinks, thinks that you're too expensive. But you're like, no, so what do you want? I said, no, no, I just want to help you. And that's the one thing you've done for so many of us. Like, so, Charles, seriously, you're just a, such a blessing. <laughs> you're amazing, Maurice. But all the people, and, and you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a what's, what's that word when they say it's, um, oh, it's not a detriment. What's the word when they say it's a, it's a, it's a telling of, you know, when you, the people that you surround yourself with, the people that, you, that you're yeah, connected yeah. with, that you work with. Oh, you beautiful soul. <laughs> Where is Play you, a tune, man, come on. No, 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 because no, we've, we've got another one to talk about. We've got to talk about Tribe Called Quest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, talk well, to me about... Tribe, <laughs> I mean, what can you say, man? Q-Tip is an absolute genius. My favourite hip-hop group ever. I remember going to see them. I was probably 16 or 17 at the Forum in Kentish Town. And it's still my favourite show that I ever went to. Really? Yeah. I thought mine was a favourite show. Yeah, liar. <laughs> I'm joking. See, 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 see the smile on his face. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. do you were, so you were 16 when you said when you bought this record. Um, I was probably younger when the record came out, but I went to the show when I was about 16. 16. Have you met him in the real life? Q-tip, nah. Not yet. I never met him. Oh, that's what's gonna happen soon. I feel like it's gonna be in the air. It's probably gonna yeah. be doing something. At yeah. Point. Are you gonna get to the states? Am I? Yeah. Not really. I mean, like, just what to even just to do to make a make a record or to yeah. just promote. Yeah, I mean, your I would do something like that. Um, so I feel like you'd be so great over them. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm a London boy, innit? So yeah, I love being here. My kids are here. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't want to go anywhere for a long period of time. Mm. Um, and. I love London, man. I love the. No, UK. but I mean, when I say to the states, not to mean to live. I'm just saying that because, like, the same with how, like, um, you know. Just, just to just to just to show them again, because I feel like people know about like the, the nails and everything else over in, in the states, but like they, there's never really been a proper movement to introduce them to it properly. Yeah, like yeah. people love Skepta, but it's because he's yeah, associated yeah. with ASAP Rocky and Gigs because he's done something with Drake. But like people to really make them understand the whole soul to soul, the Omars, and I feel like Rampage. Because remember, anyone that comes over. Anyone that comes there is like, well, Rampage, Carnival, that's the stage, you got to be on Rampage, right? Because you guys link everything to, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And I never used to be able to say that before, but I could speak Choice FM, obviously you come over, that's what everyone went to. But I think the people right now to really introduce and connect everybody, be it from Raga to Dancehall to Soul and everything, you guys have been the bridge gap, I think, for me. Because you remember, you, you've given me yeah. life. I mean, uh, for me, Again. I'm like... All three of us are just super music fans, yeah, innit? Yeah, yeah. And it so shows. So we love music. And it and shows. it doesn't matter if it's something brand new or something from 40 years ago. And if we shows. love it, you love it. And it shows. So City Splash, was was it only like Raga or like reggae infused? Or was there all types of um, people on stage? Because I feel like it was more I mean, a... what we played or, or what we do is we're trying to do what we do at Carnival. So we play everything from yeah. hip-hop, R&B, dancehall, reggae, okay, soca, dancehall, yeah, yeah. garage, funky house, jungle. But it's, but it's party still... vibes. Okay, party the, the, okay. the actual festival is a reggae festival. That's because that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So I was thinking, I know, like, if you're going to be on stage, you can't come and like, no one wants to hear that, do they? No. <laughs> like, really? We ain't coming to hear no zubba zubba zap zap. We want to hear some fucking vibes, yeah? Okay. Why are you looking at me like... <laughs> why, why is Marie looking at me like I've just done him something? I'm no, just I'm asking not, a I'm question. Not, I'm, smiling. I'm actually smiling. 
Yeah. No, listen, guys. The one thing that if you ever get to see Rampage play out, yeah, <laughs> and you see Maurice on the decks, yeah, and he drops a tune that he like that he knows is about to fuck it up, look at his face <laughs> and you'll see him going <laughs> from ear, he's, he's, he's literally from ear to ear like a treasure cat. I, every, I watch him every time and I know, yeah, he just fucked it up. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I knew that was gonna fucking fuck it up. He's, it's the best. This is the best moment to watch. I love seeing your face when you got that smile on your face. It's brilliant. It's like, yeah, I know I fucked it up. Can't tell me shit. Oh, but I love even the, even the, 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 the dynamic between you and um, Treble. It's just lovely to watch, just to see how you two really bounce off each other. Yeah, so dope. Okay, so got for nearly halfway through now. Amazing. Next, we've got battle. By Wookie, mm. which is, I mean, that's that's record is kind of self explanatory anyway. But I mean, where were you? How did you feel when you heard it? Hear it? I mean, where it, was I? I was probably early 20s, big record, not really wanting to go to garage raves because I didn't like dressing up, so I preferred jungle record, jungle raves where you could wear trainers, of course, and stuff. Um, didn't have no money, loved the music, yeah, probably spent my money on the music more than I spent it on clothes, so I always felt a little bit intimidated to go to twice as nice and stuff because I thought ah. um, but yeah love this tune um, obviously there's a connection between Wookie Soul to Soul, Soul, to Soul H um, yeah just big tune man yeah great did you, vocal did you know from Lane, Lane as well I did, I did actually I didn't know that he was in he's in a group yeah um, group. New Colours yep mm-hmm. but Greater Love could have gone on this list because I love that record too oh is Lane still singing now yeah Cause I haven't seen him. Haven't he lives in either. America. He's got a wife and I think two kids. Seems oh. to be loving life out there. Because I know Wookie's moved out of London as well now, isn't he? Yeah, Wookie's in. Actually, I'm not gonna say where Wookie. Yeah, no, ridiculous. But yeah, Wookie's about. I was with him a week ago. He has a new single coming very soon. Is it good? Um, amazing. Of course, it is. Amazing. Stupid question. I don't know why I haven't asked that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny because uh, where my office is now, they yeah. were mixing it in the studio downstairs. Where's your office now? In Battersea. Oh, sorry. I'm all, all up in people's business. So I need to expose your shit. Sorry. Yeah. That's not, yeah. Go on. Yeah, that's it. Let's play the record, <laughs> that's man. it. Yeah. God, you're just so... Okay. So, okay, let's play Wookie Battle featuring Lane. This record right here, yeah. Like, if you're ever going through anything shit in life, put on this record and it will make you feel good instantly because it just reminds you that every day is a battle, but you know what? We, we shall overcome. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> Big up Elijah, my producer. You know, the studio, the first person that was actually here that produced me. So her radio, nothing's changed. I still don't know how to use any of the buttons or anything because I'm just a diva like that. <laughs> All right, don't, don't look at me like that, Elijah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and we just like, yeah, see you lazy bitch. <laughs> okay, so that was Battle by Wookie and Lane. Awesome, awesome. We're in the Melton Park. My name's Terry Walker. We have the amazing movies. I can say it again. Denmore. 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 It sounds so fancy. Denmore. Maurice Denmore from from in you know, um the third one third from of, of, of Rampage from Battersea from Battersea love, he's from Mauritius as well. Like he's got so much going on, so many so many flavors. Yeah, do you know? So, if, um, this is how small the world is, right? Yeah. So, um, I did a studio session with Deneo and this guy Cranium from Jamaica. Yeah. Cranium brought his friend with him, 
who was some guy, and we're chatting away. And I was like, Are you from South? He said, yeah. I said, where, Battersea? And he said, ah, oh, yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> I said, what school do you go to? He said, Sheen School. I said, how old are you? And he said, however old he was. And I was like, do you know my sister? And he was like, what, Michelle? <laughs> what, Michelle? Yeah, so South, South, South London, it turns bro. out that he lives around the corner from us. And then he's telling me about, I told him the road that I lived on. And he said, yeah, man, my cousin works in the music industry. His mum lives on that road. Oh, yeah. And I said, yeah. is his name Nicky? Yeah. On the same road, isn't it? On so you guys are road. cousins? Yeah. Wooden toes. Why, why yeah. wooden toes? We got wooden toes, you know. And, and for those that don't know, Nicky is Terry Walker's manager. Well, no, he's my business partner. Business because, partner. Because yeah, you know what? No one can really manage me. I'm, 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 I'm manageable, <laughs> if I'll be honest with you. But we work together. He's we Terry Walker's handler. No, no, oh, I kind of like that. <laughs> you can't handle me neither, yeah? Calm yourself, yeah? No, but it is with him, though. He's like, he, one day he just said to me, let me, sis, let me help you to get back to where you need to get back to. And he's just been the most amazing blessing in my life. And like anything we, anything I need done, and, you know, he's there. Listen, Wooden Toes is the best. He's the G. He's the OG. He's a real one. Just like yourself, Maurice. Maurice, you're amazing. Anyway, but I want to talk about what you've got coming up next. Mm. You've got a few things happening. Just yeah. talk, talk to me. Um, talk to us. Well, the big thing that we've got coming up is July the 1st. We have an event called Rampage Carnival Classics at the Barbican yep. with Jules Buckley Orchestra. Jeez. A whole leap of amazing oh, artists from here and Jamaica. Jay. There's a young lady called Miss Terry Walker who ja, 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 is going to fuck up the place. Listen, you know the way I've been practising the song that you told me to sing, yeah? Hello. And the thing is, luckily for you lot, is a song that I've actually been singing all my life. So am I, gonna be, am I singing like the, the jungle version? Yeah. Okay. But is that still the whole song though? Because I feel like they break it up. Then. Yeah. I listen, I've been listening to her version first to get that. Nah. No, no, no. But I think, yeah, anyway. Anyway, anyway let's not talk about what it is. I don't want to reveal too much, but I'm so excited. <laughs> so go on so talk, talk about so the Barbican yeah so we're just trying to bring our vibe to the Barbican so we've curated the playlist amazing we're working with this guy Jules Buckley who's like a Grammy award winning composer okay um, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say who he's going to work with after us but if what? you've bought any Michael Jackson albums from the early 80s you know who the producer is and that's who he's going to work with after he does it, us okay my brain right now Was he from England the producer isn't. Oh, Quincy Jones. Oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no, because there's another, there's another, there's another producer that was from England that, but he passed away. That that produced the Michael Rod Jackson. Temperton. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was yeah. thinking. I'm thinking, but isn't he dead? Rod <laughs> Temperton was in a group called the Average White Band. No, Heatwave. Heatwave. Yeah. Always and forever. Yeah. Can you, my mum told me the story, even the story about that because like, he was on the drums, wasn't he? I think so. Yeah. Oh, what a story! Oh, so really? Is that who's going to? Ah, is that yeah. you got going on? Yeah. yeah? So we've got a great conductor, a great composer. Oh, listen, I'm so looking forward to this. is going to be epic, you know. And then I have all my friends on the stage again, up the place. Again. That's all yeah. you do is just fuck your friends these days, isn't it? So right there when you've got friends like this. Yeah. I mean, but I think that's how it's supposed to be because I feel like right now, I feel like what we need to really remind, make people understand and remind people is that creatives should, are, are supposed to be the ones that are in control. No, pe- people that don't do music or that don't into this should not be I'm calling those shots or telling us what should be right or wrong because you know what works because you're actually out there doing it. So I just love the fact that you really put the right people in place because you know who's going to deliver on stage. Like I mean, every time you see yeah, Kelly yeah. perform, without fail, Kelly, without fail. It's yeah. Kelly, Deneo, yeah. without fail. Maxwell D, without fail. Even, you know, more fire crew. Everyone so far yeah, that yeah. I see you have on there. I see you got like Carol Thompson, Carol Thompson, <gasps> Janet, Janet Kay, Kay Omar, oh, Mr. Easy, Mr. Easy, not Mr. Easy, Mr. Vegas, Mr. Vegas, and I yeah. think you got Gracious K as well, right? Gracious is doing it, yeah. Listen, 
That's some. There, there might be a few surprises. Really? But don't tell. Don't tell me. Yeah. If you tell me off air. Yeah. I might still put it. Yeah. Okay. Again. Okay. <laughs> But I'm just excited. I'm just excited to be part of it. <laughs> and you know, it's just such an honour. And just to understand as well for people where sometimes I think that this new generation, they think that, and I'm sorry, I don't, don't mean to sound like an old lady here, but this new generation really think that they've started stuff and like, guys, you're just copying what we did how many years ago? It's not all the time, not everything, but a lot of it has just been rehired. Yeah. And um, even like to have Janet Kay and Carol Thompson. Come on! Who, these records that they put out, they were on top of the pops. 40 Top years ago pot, and they had number ones yeah real number ones that and were in the charts for like weeks yeah. not just for one day and, and you would go <laughs> in the club and the record would get the most amazing forward and you can play it now yep. it'll get the amazing forward still Feeling and they're think, touring everywhere they're touring everywhere when you think about Dawn Payne as well oh no no yeah, like, yeah. think about it like, do you know who did a show I on know. Saturday oh. no Sunday with her in Bristol Oh, did you? Because yeah. I know you did another show a while back we did one you? at The Electric about three months ago but on Sunday we were in Bristol it was us, Dawn Penn, So Solid Crew, Heartless. Oh, Heartless. You know how much Heartless is? Well, them Heartless Listen, Crew is so solid. Do you this know, is I all people that love music, do you man, understand? and love what they do. And you know what I think what people don't need to understand? Heartless, and you think about 21 seconds ago. All of those records were records where nobody was doing what they were doing. They mm. were the first to do it in their... In their you know, yeah, respective yeah. genres. So, and then someone tried to tell me one time, like, oh, yeah, well, the kids don't really, um, rate, um, 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 so solid. They don't even know who they are. And I'm like, and I looked at the person, the person, this person's in the industry. And I was thinking, I don't think you really know what you're talking about because the kids that might You've not never really, been to a club. Yeah. And I don't think you might not, the kids that you're talking about clearly have never been out to the end or maybe don't realize that this is so solid. Because yeah. when they hear the song, they're going to be yeah, like, oh, yeah, because yeah. so, yeah, they don't rate. I'm like, really? And this person is actually in the industry and it's someone that thinks, thinks let, they're an influencer. Let's not talk about industry. Yeah. People, yeah. Let's yeah. not talk about. Well, influencers, whatever you call them. Because I'm thinking, <laughs> anyone that listens to you, that's why I, after I realise I have to stop talking to certain people because I know I want to get myself so irate and frustrated because mm. I'm like, because I feel stupid for myself for even having a conversation with you. Yeah. Like, once you said that, I shouldn't even carry on talking. Like, exactly. Okay, cool. Just, I'm not, I'm cool, I agree, I hear you. Because they're watching from the outside. They're watching they're from the outside. And then they see it and then, then they're surprised when other people pass. Like, you have to understand, by the time it gets to the mainstream, everyone, you're late. You're not, you're not a heady, like, you're, when you know, it's when you go to the underground, that's when you know someone's really about it. By the time it gets to the mainstream, it's dead, it's dead. It's not dead, no, it's not dead. It's either a hit or, but it's only because, it's only a hit then because it's been a hit for however yeah. long, the underground first, the place that you don't think is cool enough or, you know, that you think people don't rate you. So anyway, let's not go into that. Some people get in my damn nerves. But anyway, see, sometimes I have to vent sometimes. I have to, because this is the time when I get a chance to do it with my people that actually do this. <laughs> you know, some, it can be quite a lonely place, you know, when you're doing this. I'm sure sometimes when I speak to you and you, wanna, you, you have an idea, but you know you have to kind of maybe convince someone to do something because you know you know it's going to work, but for them until they see it happening, they're not yeah. going to get it. Do, do you get that yeah, quite yeah, a lot? Yeah. Um, how do you deal with that though? How do you, how do you get, do you just make you a few phone calls? I've always been quite... Um, single-minded on things mm. if i want this thing i'm gonna get it done that's true i must say that and like, you? even my my family always joke that when i was about four years old my uncle came over from france and he gave me a, a brown car yeah and i said to him i didn't want a brown one i wanted a red one and i'm and i wouldn't take the car because i said no nah, i want a red one yeah and they always joke you know for 40 years that's the joke i want a red one <laughs> but who wants a, a brown car one. though yeah, for brown. Real. For real, really Uncle Jack. Brown. I really don't mind brown. I love brown in a sense, but I was a car, no. For real, Uncle Jack. <laughs> what car was it? <laughs> t- it was a toy car, innit? I can't remember. Oh, okay. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like, I've always been, if I get an idea, 
I'm doing it. I don't mind what anyone else is saying or thinks. I'm just going to try and do this it. This is where you have to follow your trust the process of your purpose. Yeah. I'm telling you. That's what I've been saying this whole time. That's why we're here right now. Okay. Next we have um, Melody. My Master Steps. Yeah. When did this come out? Um, it must have been early 2000s. Why I actually wanted to put this record in is because a lot of people don't know that Trouble T produced this with Master Steps. Oh! Yeah, so they made it in City Road... We got Trouble T, we got Master Steps. City Road Studios, which is where Rampage used to have an office back in the day. And they took the um, beat from Buster Rhymes, I think it's Dangerous. Dangerous. And then um, Trouble T played... Boom, 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 boom. The bass line for the record. Okay. And... um, it was a tune that I raved to, innit? Yeah. So it was something that I always loved as a punter. And then now I'm like, wow, these are my, my friends. Yeah, the guy so, in my sound made this record. So how did you meet Treble? Is, is it through Rampage? Or I met them through Rampage. So what happened was when I first went to Carnival, I was 15. Yeah. And I was taken I told me story. Um, by my friend's auntie. Yeah. And she took me to Rampage and I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> oh my God, what is this thing? Oh my and God. And so like, oh, I, I used to it. always go back there, innit? And yeah. then I heard them on the radio and, you know, them times there was no uh, internet or nothing to Google to be able to find what good stations are there and who are good DJs. Yeah, so it's yeah. just if you happen to come across something. So I was going through the dial and I heard this scratching and then um, they played Kylie Anderson, Mama Said. Mama Said, Yeah. And I was just like, wow. I love the way they brought that record in with the scratching. Who are these guys? It's Rampage. So I always checked for them on the radio and yeah. at Carnival. And then when I got old enough to be able to get into clubs, they used to have a really um, seminal night at SW1 Club in Victoria. Yes. So I used to go with my little 17-year-old self trying to look smart. <laughs> In my um, lilac did it, machino did it, did jeans. Did they dress up in, I feel like people They probably there. didn't, but I think yeah. I probably felt like I had to because yeah. I was underage. To yeah, get of course, in. of course, of course. So probably I used to go though. there and, you know, I loved it. I loved the vibe. I remember oh, the they, one day they played Total um, No One Else and they stopped the tune and tapped the mic and the crowd sang the thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, what the heck is this? I'm in, I'm sold. So then, obviously, when I started working in music, yeah. um, I used to plug records to them when they were on one extra the first time. Yeah. And I always used to think, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Dickhead. I didn't really. <laughs> I found that out later. <laughs> well, like, obviously, they were, like, the big, powerful guys. Yeah. <laughs> and a little bit intimidating. They were a little bit intimidating. So I I first got to know D Nice, who was the female DJ in the sound. And we used to do some parties together and stuff. And then I started um, taking artists to perform at Carnival. So I used to take, I took Swiss Beats there one year. I took Lloyd there. Oh, Lloyd, Um, wow. I took Miss Pratt when I was managing her. Um, And I took a girl called Little Nikki, who had a big record called Right Before My Eyes. Yeah, yeah. So um, I used to take all these artists to go and perform on their yeah. stage. And obviously, I wanted to be in the sound. So I'd already started dropping hints like, yo, <laughs> don't, don't you need a chubby white member? <laughs> and, and then a chubby white member, you know. <laughs> one year, I took uh, Miss Dynamite there. Oh, wow. And yeah. um, 
don't you need a Charlie White movie? She, you know, she performed, obviously mashed it up as she always does. As she always does. And the next film. day, Treble emailed me and said, thanks for bringing her. Mm. No, he said, um, what did he say? Your Rampage family, thanks for bringing her. I said, if I'm family, you need to put me in the sound. Oh, this motherfucker. And they, but they didn't reply. <laughs> and, and then, um, I don't know, it might have been a few months after oh, that, Mike was moving to America. So yeah. they obviously needed a new selector in the sound. So Mike called me and said, you know, do you want to be in the sound? I said, hell yes. <laughs> I love this Why story. was I telling this story? Because we you asked how I knew Master Steps Trebles because how you yeah, met yeah, Trebles. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah, yes. yeah. So that's it. Yeah. I love this story. So introduce the song for me, please. This is Master Steps and Treble T, I'm yes. going to say, yes. with Melody. Come 